You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. And we're live <laughs> with episode number 55. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, we appreciate your patience. But I don't think we kept y'all waiting too much this time around, right? I feel like we're doing better. We're doing better. It's been like a couple weeks. A week and a half. It wasn't that long. Yeah. It's been more. It's been. It hasn't been Who's two counting? months. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it there. It hasn't been two months. Okay, and we're back. Yeah. Um, before we get the episode started, we just want to remind you all to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Um, of course, we like to climb those charts on iTunes, and we need your help. If you like what you hear, make sure you share the episodes with your friends. Um, you can just share the episode announcement on our Instagram page, and it tells your friends how they can listen. Or if you're tech savvy and know what you're doing, you can share right from iTunes or SoundCloud. Now that I'm done being salesy, <laughs> let's do a check-in. And this is not how we usually start our episodes. So how's everybody feeling? We have a guest. She's not a guest. She's not Jade a guest. Jade is on I the show. I am a guest. What is the problem? I know you're not I'm Googling, Googling guest. Jade is on the show. I was literally going to Google <laughs> nah, the opposite just of a guest. guest. <laughs> <laughs> what can we call her? Because she's not a guest. That's crazy. She's like a member. Yeah. I would love to She's not a publicist. Guest. And she's like on the show. And guests don't got to pay. I mean... If you a member, you that gotta means pay you got, dues. Exactly, that's that's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> she's visiting the chapter, right? Um, and she's so been yeah. on episodes before. Yeah, a couple actually. And she works behind the scenes on everything goddess culture, so we love her and we want her to hang out with us all the time. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. You first, Shanice. Check in. One word. Um, I'm doing better. Mentally, I was, like, drained come Tuesday last week. But mm-hmm. Thanksgiving was, like, a breath of fresh air, like, being around everyone and just yeah. feeling the vibe. And the last three days, I pretty much slept. So yeah, I'm ready for tomorrow. I'm ready for Monday. I'm ready for a good week. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I'm, I'm here. Nice. We're present. Nice. Remember when you said one word? I did, but, you know, we're oh. just going <laughs> to... It's okay. It's okay. It's oh. okay. New format. No. We're going with Whoa. the flow. It's going with the Not flow. one word anymore. Missed it's all right. It. It's going with the flow. Jade, you're next. <laughs> um... I would say for the last few weeks, I've been overwhelmed, but I'm trying to get back Mm -hmm. and reclaim my time Mm -hmm. because I've been doing a lot more than I need to for what's going on in my life right now. Got it. Yeah. So we're going to pray for that. We'll pray you have a good week. Please. Absolutely. I am convincing myself to have a good week. Um, Yeah. It hasn't been bad. I did a lot of sleeping, a lot of relaxing, which I needed because going to this dual class in Brooklyn and not getting home till 11, 15, twice a week is mm. draining. Oh, that's where girl. it's at? On top oh, wow. of, yeah, on top of work, reading, like, it's not bad. <clears throat> I love what, I love doing it. Like, it's so much fun. I learn a lot. It fills me up. It's just the, the sleep thing and getting home late and getting to, to work early in the morning. Um, it's taking its toll. But... I'm glad to be here and doing what we do with Goddess Culture because this is honestly my therapy. Listen. That's good good to hear. Yeah. So, um, news. New York City getaway. We are a couple months out. We We still have spots left. Yes, we do. Barely, but we do. And um, it's about time that um, y'all, it's not over there. It's, it's back here. You know, we're, try, we're trying to prevent a catastrophe from happening on the show, a.k.a. the laptop dying, but it's fine. Here we are. We're doing a lot at this very moment. Um, yeah, so spots for the New York City getaway are open. Um, it's enough for you and your friends to register because, of course, you know, when you go to a sleepover, you want to bring the people uh, that you know how to have fun with. 
Um, don't forget, there's breakfast every day. There's custom robes, custom wine glasses. Uh, we'll be going ice skating at Central Park. Stopping by Serendipity, candlelit yoga. Uh, we're going to the Ade Ancient Thermal Baths in uh, the city. Is it pronounced Ade? Yeah. Did you just say Ade? That's what it is. When we walked in, I was saying air, but when we went in, when we went to the New York one the first time, the girls had that. And then we went to Spain. I was like, oh, this isn't a coincidence. That's how they're pronouncing this. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we're ghetto. I'm not here saying air. I'm like, ancient baths and spa. That shit is lit. I definitely recommended this spot to uh, more than a handful of people. Yeah, that's, we have someone coming back who went to Spain <clears throat> be, simply because of, I mean, us, right, right? But the spot too. <laughs> 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 hey, Nakia, girl. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's going to be a blast. We have speakers. Brianna Arps is coming. Latoya Chanel. She's a life coach. She's coming. So, And we have a bunch of special guests that's going to stop in. So it should definitely be like such a, a great time. Vibe. Yeah, this getaway is going to be a little different than compared to the rest. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is the break that you need. Like in the middle of the winter, you know, it's no, the break absolutely. that you need. Uh, happy holidays. Yeah. We just, Thanksgiving just passed, and we want to, I, I hope that everyone got to, you know, be around family and good vibes and enjoy just, themselves. yeah, enjoy themselves and not have an opportunity to just reflect and be thankful. I definitely felt very thankful. I missed the Thanksgiving prayer, though, because I was late, but I prayed on that for 2020 that we're going to get my time <laughs> in together. You know, this year, 2019, you've done... The first six months, you were so great. I know. You know? So now 2020 is just like the, last, the second half of the six yeah. months. And then it'll be perfect, you yeah. know? My nail lady, like, literally but you were to early tell me about today. myself. You were early today. Because I almost got kidnapped. <laughs> had, had I been kidnapped and taken wherever he was trying to take me, right. who knows when I would have got here. Probably right. about this time. Right. But you are here early. That's true. And that's all that matters, really. Honestly. Um, yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Spent in solitude. I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know why you didn't come to my house. I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. And, yeah, I did some work for class. I did get Thanksgiving food, though. Because my aunt went home um, to Columbus to see my family. And she um, flew me back some food. So. Oh, how nice. Yeah, I just had the last of the... Actually, there's still mac and cheese and greens in there that I need to finish up. But At least you got something. Um, this was the calmest Thanksgiving I've ever had. My fam- I'm, I'm usually, I spend it between my mother's side and my father's side. Usually I'll be at my mom's side first and my mom's side is the calmer side of my family. So I'm there usually, usually cooking, doing a whole lot. Um, and then around like seven, eight o'clock, I go over to my grandmother's house for the the ratchet side of my family because <laughs> it's always a turn up over there but this time both sides of the family didn't do anything big like it was more so i we cooked at my house but it was only us we didn't invite anyone mm-hmm. so it was literally just the five of us at home <clears throat> we ate actually no i lied we had my great uncle come over because he was spending his thanksgiving by himself so oh, that was nice yeah i don't think i think all his kids were in florida so we had him come over and then around Six o'clock, I actually went over to my grandmother's house, and it was just as quiet over there. Mm-hmm. So I had a really good time. Good. It yes. was needed. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to just do 
the less. Do, do the least. <laughs> do the less. <laughs> do the least. That's true. Doing the most is a lot. It's draining. Mm-hmm. I can't even... First of all, this has been the first year Like I was a little bit active in the kitchen. Like I was like cleaning stuff. I was really proud of myself. <laughs> but like, who's doing that every year? Honestly. Hmm. Who's doing that every day? That's why my mother was like, we are not inviting anyone. Yeah. We're going to yeah. cook for us and that's it. Because on a normal Sunday, we cook Anyways. just... A little less than half of what we had for Thanksgiving, so right. it's always a lot of food anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just a little bit more for the holiday. Yeah, yeah. As we get older, <laughs> you know, <sighs> I can't imagine hosting a big party of people every year. I Honestly, can. when I get with older, the staff. which huh? <laughs> with the staff. She said I can <laughs> with the staff. <laughs> <Garcon>. <laughs> Um, yeah, I probably will do similar to what your family does, like immediate family, and then. I'm not really a house hopper, but when I have my own family, I'm, I would assume my husband would want to go to his people's house too. Right. But I can't imagine cooking for 20 people. Uh-uh. Like, Everybody me, my husband, my kids, and maybe a cousin that we all like. And a pet. That's right. about it. I just saw something on Instagram with this couple, and it was like, I, or was it Twitter? Either or. It was, uh, I can't wait to be at a place <clears> in my life where me and my man are hosting an extravagant Thanksgiving dinner. And listen, this dinner, this spread that they had was oh, yeah, nice. I saw that. It was really nice. It's a little cute little bougie kitchen they had. Mm-hmm. Nice little marble countertops. It was really cute, but mm-hmm. that would have to be catered for me because I'm not cooking all that food. <laughs> catered. Yeah, maybe like a private chef type of situation. Maybe, I'm not there you know? at my funds yet. I got chef friends. Oh, nice. I don't. Share your chef friends because I might need that. It's a group me. I'll add you if you want. Nice. You can group me for everything. <laughs> I really honestly. do. <laughs> really do. Um, and to top our news off really quickly, um, we just want to remind you guys to be careful when you're taking a Lyft, an Uber, or any car service because there have been, I feel like, a stream of things I've been seeing online on social media about women putting their heads down, texting, looking up, and seeing that they're not somewhere they they um, are familiar with, seeing that they're not following the GPS, seeing Uber drivers act weird, saying sexually suggestive things. And I know Uber has, like, a, another app that you can download when you feel unsafe or something like that, but sometimes you don't have the time for that. So make sure you're paying attention. Um, I'm, I'm going to start doing these things, too, because I... I'm one of those people who gets in the Uber, puts on my headphones, and it's all on my phone until I get to my destination. But make sure the child lock is off when you get in the car, when you're coming in through the back seat. Um, just be careful. Share your location. I share my location with at least five people, like my core five folks that I know. I mean, my mom can't come to, to New Jersey if something happened, but she can at least say the last known location was, you know, right at the quarter of whatever and whatever. Like, she can... She, at least she knows where I, I should have been or where the last place that I was at. So, Right. And honestly, like, it's so scary because I've actually had an incident, incident where I was in the car when something, like, weird happened. And it was last year, New Year's Eve. And I was, like, leaving, like, an event. But, like, I wasn't... I'm not, like, a heavy drinker or anything. So I was just, like, regular. So I'm leaving. We get into the lift. And it's, like, me and my friend. And we're in the back seat. And the guy's, like, driving kind of weird. But I'm like, you know what? It's New Year's Eve. The road is a little um, busy, so I'm going to just give him that. So then all of a sudden, like, he, like, pulls over to the side, like, near, like, where the freeway entrance was. And he was like, oh, my phone died, but my charge is in the trunk, hmm? so I need to go to the trunk to get it. And I'm like, skirt, we not about to do all that. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, wait, like, wait until we get into, like, a lit area, like, a area where it was, like, um, 
gas stations and stuff. Right. So as soon as we got mm-hmm. onto like that area, we literally just got out the car and just walked into the gas station. I didn't even give that man the time to explain himself because mm-hmm. I was just at the point where like, you know, I'm not about to, yeah. I'm not going to die. That's Rather scary. safe than sorry. Wow. Well, like, yeah. yeah. And he comes into the gas station and he's like, no, you guys can't leave in the middle of a lift. And I'm like, yes, we can. Like, we're, we're good. And I actually emailed Lyft like told them about the whole situation and they refunded me the money good that's terrible but then i had to wait 30 minutes for another uber because it was new year's eve but i was like i'm still alive right Mm -hmm. we here so definitely be extremely careful people are so sneaky and Mm -hmm. weird and it's like you can't put anything past anybody like Mm -hmm. the nicest people can do weird shit too so yeah and then tell your like younger siblings too, because definitely these yeah. young kids is hopping in and out of Ubers and they're mm-hmm. not realizing the danger. Or parents who call Ubers for their kids, like I understand the convenience, but you got to stay on the phone with them or something. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. I had a scary situation. It panned out not like nothing happened, but it was a situation where I was fresh off of a flight. Actually, this was was this coming back from Spain. It might have been coming back from Spain and. Um, basically the Uber, like the pickup point was like different than what it said on the phone. And in order for, he said in order for it to like start it, to start the ride, he had to drive to that pickup location, which had to have been weird because he knew to come to my terminal, my gate, you know what I'm saying? To come pick me up. So I didn't know this until like 10 minutes into the ride where we kept circling around the airport, not 10 minutes, maybe like five minutes into the ride. And my instinct was to call someone. Because I'm like, if something bad happens, at least I can explain what this man looks like. You know what I'm saying? What type of car I can give all the information. And I'm calling people and nobody's answering the phone for me. So if you're traveling, like going to take an Uber, my suggestion is to text, like, especially if you feel weird about it, screenshot the details of the driver and the car and the license and all that and send it to somebody. Because in that moment, I didn't think to like screenshot it so someone else had it. I was just more more so concerned with being on the phone with somebody so they knew to like hear yeah. me just in case something happened right. but like you have to think of alternatives because i remember being upset too like i called like four people and nobody answered but yeah. why would they have known you know yeah. they wouldn't mm-hmm. have known something scary was happening to me right but still you know yeah, yeah. and it was late we just got it back. was late as hell so yeah no i understand i always when i send ubers or lifts for my little brother even though he's 16 you know people are still out here abducting children or doing all types of crazy things with them mm-hmm. i always it's usually my account that he's riding in anyway so, so i'm watching the ride as it happens you know right. so i'll call him i'll make sure that he take checks the license plate and that he describes the driver to me before he gets in the car mm-hmm. and i'll always call the driver and say hey this is for my little brother so that they know that somebody else is watching yeah um and i've right. I, everything has been good so far praise god let's hope it stays that way but yeah you need to be careful with these rides be vigilant y'all mm-hmm. be safe be aware of your surroundings and where you're going right all right enough of the scary stuff um this week's affirmation is uh super simple it's not quoted from somewhere just something i was feeling that day i am loved i'm cared for i'm supported around the holidays it can be very hard um a lot of things with families come up um sadness and depression peak around the holidays Um, So we just wanted to remind you that even though sometimes you don't feel like it, even though you may not hear it enough, that there are people out there, even if it's us, you know, like if you need to hear words of encouragement or if you need someone to reach out to, like there are resources and we can point you in the right direction. Remind yourself that you're loved, you're cared for and you're supported and that anything you're going through, no matter how bad it feels, is temporary. There are resources to get you out of it. So if you were thinking about anything negative... 
Um, if you're thinking people don't love or care about you, this is your sign. This is a message from us saying that people care, people love, and people are ready to support you. And now the unbossed. I feel like I've been talking a whole lot this episode. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, going. not really. But the, ep- um, the episode. The unbossed <clears throat> this week is um, Love Begins with L Organic Cotton Tampons. Now, let me tell, you, tell y'all. I've been trying these out for the past three, four months, right? And the reason I started trying them is because um, I understand that the, the things you eat, the things you put in your body make a difference on how your body reacts to it. There was a point um, at the top of 2018, 2018, 2019, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat meat for five months. I had, my cramps were at a minimum. My period was two and a half, three days. Like, that's uncalled, that unheard of, usually. Most times you hear about women having back pain, their breasts hurt, cramping for days, period is somewhere between four and seven days. Um, you hear about tragedy and dramatic stories. It's not dramatic in the sense that like people are making this up, but it really happens and it gets really bad. So I changed my diet, noticed how my cycle changed, um, and I realized there's something to this. Um, so I heard with the organic cotton tampons that your cramps may not be as bad, your period may not last as long, and I didn't understand the connection. I still don't understand the science, but what I can say is I switched back and forth with the organic cotton tampons and Tampax Radiant, Radiance yeah, for a few months. And usually the first it's the first couple days of your period that are the worst, right? So I would try the organic cotton ones, right? And I would notice that my period isn't crazy. And there was a point where I ran out of those and I had to use the radiance, the ones that I just had sitting in my um, bathroom. My period cramps on day three turned all the way up. That doesn't make any logical sense. No. By day three, your body is it's weaning its way off of your period. You know, cramps should really die down. You shouldn't have heavy bleeding. But I was like doubled over in pain. I'm not going to go as far as saying that it's only Tampax because I'm sure it's any tampon that has dyes and scents and whatever else in them. But what I can say is I've been I've been literally testing it back and forth with the with the uh, Radiance and the Love Begins with L tampons and Cora for a few months. And I'm noticing the difference when my body uses the organic tampons and when it doesn't. So if you want to try it. If you're into changing what you put inside your body and how it makes a difference, if you're somebody with really bad period cramps or very heavy periods, this may be something you want to try. And you can get them at Target. And you can get 30 of them for $7. Yeah, it's not that expensive, honestly. You would think it was really expensive. Some of them are. Cora, I think, I like them. I tried them at a time where I wasn't paying for them. And it was like $15 for 30 I think. Oh, no. Something like that. See, things like this don't need to be this expensive. Right. But that goes into the pink tax, and we're not going to do that today. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, L, the L Organic Love is love Begins with L ones are cheap, and they're good. And I've never had a accident using these. So. That's good. Yeah. yeah, that's important. Exactly. We too can't, can't do that. Live too far away from where I work to have a <laughs> blowout. But here we are with the Goddess Chat. Episode 55. Yeah, she okay. needs to really kick it off because I've been talking for 12 minutes straight. I'm tired of hearing my own voice. Well, I'm actually not feeling well today, so I really appreciate you taking over. I'm like, literally, I don't know what I am, but um, I'm a little under the weather. But um, we're going to start today's topic. It's going to be on the misconceptions of astro- astrology. So we're going to discuss everything about astrology. That we Myths, know. Well, 
let, let us preface this with saying <laughs> based on our experience based on our <laughs> own personal experience our and own little bits of research our own little bits of research our own knowledge we're and not our, professionals we're not professionals and we're not astrologists not at all not even a little so bit so we're just here discussing what's in our brains in our hearts in our minds that type of thing and i'm glad jade is here too to add an additional perspective because personally i am not uh astrology i haven't been in astrology for a long amount of time so this is probably like two years of information so yeah mm. but we're gonna start with some myths okay the first one mm-hmm. astrology has something to do with magic or paranormal activity i didn't no. even know that was a myth it is yeah i've heard people say like it's like playing with black magic it's How? like well, not of god it's like magic in general is just it's just absurd it's i wrong. guess i can understand that then i can understand people saying that but i don't believe it i just i can see how they're reading it like that yeah well let's start by saying you don't pray to anybody right you don't vow anything to any entity you're not there's no secret your... magic book that you got to read and understand you're not selling your soul yeah you're not lighting candles you're not whatever people associate black magic or magic or satanism i don't know with it's not doesn't happen here. Imagine reading a textbook to understand a language. Yeah, it's pretty much another language, and a lot of people use it to decipher things about themselves, mm-hmm. not necessarily things with other people. Mm-hmm. Or or a little bit of or understanding how people may function, but it's not like I think it's. I think it's more so like you already see how someone functions and you kind of want to understand a better understanding, a better understanding of how to like talk to that person and communicate with that person and what it's like a a love language. Going into understanding personality traits. Pretty much. Understanding a person and understanding yourself. It's not, it does not have anything to do with black magic. It does not have anything to do with paranormal activity. Like astrology is, a language so you're basically learning another language to understanding people mm-hmm. and i think that sometimes when people are a little like what am i trying to say they're a little not fully educated on the subject mm-hmm. they tend to just throw out these absurd definitions mm-hmm. and they kind of throw people off and you know some posts i've saw actually look made me think like wow is astrology really like this and it's really not so right we just want to throw start with that. Mm-hmm. The second thing we want to discuss is can astrology predict or change the future? Absolutely not. Oh, it's man. a no dog. <laughs> what astrology can do for you is I'll give you an example, right? We're going to jump into this, but more deeply later. But let's say I had my the first guy I ever dated was a Pisces. Oh my god, me too. Wow. He was <laughs> sweet as pie and emotional. And I don't want to say men, men being emotional is a bad thing, so let's not go there. But I know this man's a Pisces. I know he cares about things deeply and that he's emotional, right? From that knowledge of knowing how this Pisces man can be, you learn how to interact with them in a meaningful way if i know he's emotional i'm not clapping at him and and yelling and raising my voice when i have a disagreement because you know that's going to make him do elevate the situation 
He's one of these people that when you have a problem, you're able to come with, come to him with a, a calm, peaceful uh, I statement. <laughs> this is how I feel about the situation. As opposed to, why do you always do X, Y, and Z? You know? Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. Astrology cannot predict the future. Or change the future. You have full... No matter what your personality says about you, your actions personally are what change or or dictate the way your life flows. Yeah. You know? And try not to put too much weight into specific things that are said. Because remember, astrology is... Depending on how deep you're into it, like if you figured out your sun sign and if you know like your time of birth and all these your type of different charts. Chart. Yeah. yeah. If you know all that information, then it will be more tailored towards you. But if you were talking on a general scale, you want to be careful how much you like take from it because it really does not predict or change the future. It changes like action maybe. So maybe you should just kind of like not say like, oh, my, my, um. My horoscope. My horoscope told me that I need to stop working and follow my dreams to become a rapper. Like, right. that's not what it said. Absolutely not. It probably said, you know, put a little more time into focusing on something that you appreciate. That does not mean quit your job and decide you're going to be a rapper. Definitely. Right. All you of know, these, so. like, publications that are posting, you know, astrology uh, horoscopes for every week. People, I, I guess they realize that people are actually listening and paying attention to this, but they're also capitalizing on the ignorance of people who actually believe that that stuff mm-hmm. is true to the core. Who follow things blindly. Yeah. yeah. So, like Shani said, if you if you know your whole birth chart and you're using something like a co-star, for mm-hmm. example, that would be 100% tailored to you, or as close to tailored to you as possible, but not these regular generic. Uh, horoscopes that they put out for every person of that sign Mm -hmm. every week. Right. It's not the same thing. Exactly. And also, if you notice, like when you read it, it's so vague. You know? Very. It's so vague. It can work for every single sign. (laughs) um, Good astrologers, I don't know if they go by that because I saw something on Twitter and there were some astrologers were talking, or I don't know what they, I don't know if that's their name, but we're just going to call them that. And if you know a better name for who they are, then let us know. But um, if you notice, like, in their writing, we'll get into some of the resources that you guys can use. They never say, this is definitely going to happen on this day. They may right. say, they may say this day plus or minus five days, you may experience something mm-hmm. similar to this. You, you right. have to interpret it for yourself. They'll never say you'll get a job on December 23rd, 2019, if you apply today on December 1st. Right. It's never like that. You have like it's all free will. It's all the way that the um like you the it's all about the way that the um stars, I don't know, influence um our personalities and what we do with our personalities, but it's never a definitive this is what's gonna happen on this day. Can't happen. Absolutely. So the next one is are the stereotypes that we see on Instagram about the signs are they true let's talk about some ones that we've heard okay so i'm a, <laughs> let's say our signs because i'm a scorpio uh-huh. and we're I guess known to be like crazy mm-hmm. freaky a little bit like spicy and yeah i think i'm all three of those <laughs> <laughs> so i would say i was ready for her to be like no nah, that's not true <laughs> i would say that one might be true uh-huh. i would have to agree I would I would say there's a scale in between Scorpios, so there's like a, a one to five. I'm a three, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely I definitely see the traits in my friends as well because a lot of my friends are Scorpios. Right. So I see those traits in them, and I'm like, damn, like 
Scorpios attract. Hmm. Crazy. We're a little crazy, y'all. I've dated a Scorpio. That was interesting. It was a long battle. Oh, well, I'm a Leo. So my personality as a whole demands attention and demands <laughs> to be at the forefront of everything. Um, so And she's a publicist, so that makes sense. It's been pretty difficult for me to get along with many Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, if you work at it, it definitely can work. Do you Just think your stereotype time. is true? Um, for me... Are you controlling? Sometimes, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, little I can definitely bit. be controlling. I just like to be right. I guess that's a problem. <laughs> so I guess you could you, you are call that a little Leo. controlling. Uh, yeah, I am. I am, and I'm about me. Like it needs. We need to focus on me. Right. You right. Somebody but gotta, sorry, somebody got to be checking for yourself. You know? Right. You know. Absolutely. Um, when things are wrong, somebody needs to say it, and that's mostly me. <laughs> I tend to um I tend to take over certain things when I'm like unintentionally, but if I realize I have started doing that, I stop. I pull back. Yeah. You uh, notice it. Right. Some people can't do that. And then they call Leo's bossy. I wouldn't call myself bossy. What would you call yourself? Not bossy. Um, <laughs> a synonym for bossy. <laughs> not, not bossy, uh, but like I said, I do like to make sure things are right. Yeah. So if it requires me to take control be and the boss. be the person that gets it done, then that's what I'm doing. Right. Got it. Yeah. Not mad at that. I'm an Aquarius. Uh, we're known for being, uh, we like our personal space. We don't like people controlling us or telling us what to do. Um, we like sex. Is that an Aquarius trait? It, it I didn't is. know that. You know why? Because we're an air sign, but we're all we're a water bear, so the combination of the two. Um, hmm. We do not like listening to people. I think that's probably our biggest flaw. It's funny because you said that. That's me. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I don't like directions. I do not like feeling like someone's giving me a directive. If I was about to do something and then you tell me to do it, now I'm not doing it. Or you have to wait because I was about she to said do she it don't anyway. like listening to people. She don't. That's like my strongest, <laughs> that's my biggest thing about being an Aquarius. I also, my second biggest thing is I do like my own space. Like, <clears throat> I like to come home to a quiet house. And some, like if I, when I was living with my aunt, there was, there was a point where like she thought something was wrong. Like I was going through like a life crisis and it really wasn't. I just like to come home and be quiet for a little bit. So I'll go in the room and shut the door. Then I'll come out at dinner time ready to talk and socialize, you know, say hello, put mm-hmm. my bags down, hibernate and then come out. But like, I'm, that also plays into my personality overall. I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert who can socialize with extroverts. But how I fill my cup up is by being quiet or being by myself or like a little secluded. Not for long. Just need a little break to get myself back together. And then I'm good. Um, Do you think your stereotype is accurate? I would say kind of. For me personally, the only reason for me it's kind of is because the rest of how the rest of my birth chart looks. So we'll get into birth charts in a, in a minute. But basically um, with your birth, your we're talking about our sun signs, basically the position of the sun at the date and time we were born. But your moon sign, your Mercury, your Venus, your Mars, like 
where those planets were when you were born <clears throat> also indicates and has a lot to do, dictates, you know, the way your personality plays out. So, personally, I'm probably like a 65% Aquarius. Mm. Yeah. That's a lot. See, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done the whole birth chart thing. You have CoStar? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we, I used we all made sure everybody used CoStar, well, I mean, downloaded CoStar in you Puerto were. Rico. Yeah. You know your birth time? Yeah, but um, I'm going to put it into CoStar and get like the, the, full, work the full work of it, but yeah. I haven't done that yet. Okay. No. So, yeah, um, so far we can see that the stereotypes are at least a little bit true. Yeah. So I think that there's a little weight. Well, there's a, actually a lot of weight in astrology, but mm-hmm. specifically <clears throat> for our signs, I think we can all say that we see these personality traits and right. these instances in ourselves. Right. So the next one is... Does your sun sign reveal your complete personality? No. Yeah. I kind of touched on that. So yeah, yeah just a little bit. But um, basically, actually, we can just jump right into it. So I'll give you a little, I'll go through um, each por- portion of the birth chart and then yeah. you guys, you know, let me know your input, right? So your sun sign. I'm not going to read these full definitions, but I'll give you a little piece. The sun symbolizes our fundamental essence. So who we are holistically. Um, this vibrant celestial body represents our ego, sense of self, basic personality, and general preferences. So when you read your zodiac when you're, or your uh, horoscope from, for the specific zodiac, that basically is a, big, a general blanket, blanket, I can't talk today, blanket, blanket. Yeah. Well, I can't say the blanket statement. <laughs> you had it. <laughs> for who you are. Any agreements, disagreements? What y'all think? I agree. I agree. General blanket statement. Okay, your moon sign. While the sun exposes our outer experience, the moon symbolizes everything beneath the surface. It represents the spiritual retreat of our most private self. Hmm. The moon governs the zodiac sign. Oh, that's too much. So basically, we have a way we present ourselves inward, uh, outwardly. How we talk to our friends, when we go out to parties, how we interact with folks. And then we have our moon sign, which is how we are internally. What our internal dialogue looks like, how we deal with things on a uh, personal level, what our spiritual alignment may be like. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're prone to being spiritual, if we're not prone to being spiritual, um, that is ruled by your moon sign. Any commentary? No, yeah. Well, I don't have a birth chart, like we said before, mm-hmm. but... I'm taking all this in so that I could kind of like identify like what my personality fits into each one of these mm-hmm. characteristics so that when I do do it and I see the sign, I can tell you guys if it makes sense. Like or understand, mm, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, according to CoStar, like you said, mm-hmm. it's all internal when it comes to your moon sign. Mm-hmm. To wrap it up, it's the moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. It's this is the sign you likely. I'm sorry. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. And Co-star is telling me that our moons are similar because we both um, have Taurus. Yeah. Our moons are in Taurus. I feel like Taurus is completely opposite from Leo. Taurus are very headstrong. Though. I don't know so a that's lot of Taurus. Similar. What month is that? Bay is a Taurus. I couldn't tell you. May. So May. Hmm. That makes sense. He's a Taurus. <laughs> yes, Taurus. Taurus signs are very headstrong. He's You're right. Oh, a headstrong motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll move on. <laughs> the next is Mercury. We always hear what? What's in retrograde? Mercury. Mercury. And what does Mercury rule? Communication. Check out the episode before this. Well, before that one. 53? 53. 53. Yeah. One of them. 50 something. 
Y'all like that episode, apparently. Yes. Um, so the smallest and innermost planet of the solar system, uh, Mercury is, we don't care who it's named after. Well, maybe y'all care. Look it up on your own. Um, Mercury <laughs> symbolizes communication. While the, while, the moon, <laughs> while the moon reflects our emotions, Mercury reflects logic and rationality. Man. Mercury is too important. Yeah. Mercury uses his clever intellect and relentless curiosity to analyze, sort, and classify, helping us synthesize and articulate complex ideas. You can also download CoStar and it'll dive into yeah. all that too. The only thing is you got to figure out what time you were born yeah, to you make have it to know really that. specific. You have to know yeah. that. But we all can attest to there being validity in this mercury ruling communication because when uh, mercury's in retrograde phones stop working you send an email somebody thinks you're getting smart mm. you call somebody 10 times mm. and people say they didn't get your call you buy a laptop and it breaks like mm-hmm. stuff happens always yeah. it's always something it's always something I feel like mercury's in retrograde every day oh someone gosh. tweeted that actually. <laughs> like mercury's <laughs> always in retrograde my favorite is when people Dressing say us stuff out. like uh Tupac is in Gatorade again. So I'm like, <laughs> here y'all go. Extra. Right. Doing the most. Okay. Moving on to Venus. Venus is the vibrant planet that represents beauty, love, and money. Wow. So. I feel like that's where I want to be. <laughs> so look at what well, you remember. My, men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Mm-hmm. My Venus that's is true. in Pisces. What does this say about me? Mine is in Virgo. Wow. These signs I don't even think about. What's Love that? is often expressed in the things you know and are familiar with. You have an endlessly deep well of compassion and love, but have trouble protecting yourself in relationships. Yo. That's me. <laughs> That's me because I'm, let me tell you, I'm, I'm a potential ass bitch. Excuse my language, mom. <laughs> but I'm one of these people that I get into relationships and I'm like, I don't care what you do. I'm focused on the potential. Wow. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic to a T. You gotta you know stop what I'm that. Well... <laughs> here we are you know what I'm saying I have bruised up well I was gonna say bruised up knees but that sounds a little different that's not what I meant <laughs> I've had some bumps and bruises from love but you know we not came, literal we come, uh-huh. yeah, but we coming out on top well I came out on top luckily you know thank God for growth because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm you good I'm oh, in Pisces in Pisces an emotional huh. ass, an emotional ass sign right oh D exactly so I told y'all like I'm very I'm you are all about the waterworks. I'm 65. She's <laughs> a crier. The the rest of me is I'm a Pisces apparently. Wow, like yeah. it's crazy. But yeah. I am, and when I come to a, a relationships, I'm so emotional. I'm so invested. I feel like part of me is. Impressive. I'm the type to write you a love note to your text while you sleep, sitting next to me. Wow, wow, wow. I like love notes, but that's a lot. Not right <laughs> while you sit next to me. Yeah, I did, I did that. And you know what he that's said? A lot, girl. You stupid. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> I love you. I'm like, I am stupid. <laughs> I am stupid. How'd you know? <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. My Venus is in Virgo. Let's see what it says. Yeah, what does it say? Um, your Venus is in Virgo, meaning you romant- your romantic side is hyper analytical. You overanalyze everything and will hide your feelings until you feel absolutely certain. You can be a bit nitpicky and controlling. <laughs> Shit, read me for filth. But right. it comes out of thoughtfulness and care for the other. It's in your fifth house, meaning that you, that for you, love is often expressed in romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Mm. Okay. The over-analytical part, I definitely agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't hide in, my feelings. You came in here like... Um, 
he got deep-rooted emotional issues that I can't be a part right, of. Right, I don't so. have time for it. I really don't. <laughs> right, like, we're not here for that. Nope, not even a little bit. And I'm already starting to read into it, and I'm like, no, I can see this go bad real quick. So, mm. yeah. And that comes with knowing yourself as well. Like, you got to know how much you can handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for sure and if you know like if you read this stuff and you know like okay when it comes to love i'm typically a sensitive person who who expresses what it is from the jump and overanalyzes Mm -hmm. you know like the more you know about yourself the better you can prepare and and like handle things right so as opposed to being like okay i know i get myself worked up like jordan don't get worked up this time you know this is what typically happens if you let yourself get there but don't get there exactly you know but when you don't know you just go there and you're like damn why am i always like this how come every time i get a yeah. Bait stuff starts da, 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 then I start argument, you know? Yep. Yeah. But you know you know this about yourself. Like, okay, girl, you prone to pop. Like don't pop this time and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. You know? Also when you notice like the signs of getting there before you even like get there to the point where you're about to pop. Mm-hmm. And like you just hear it could be let's use it in the reference of like you're talking to your bae mm-hmm. or whatever. And you just hear him say one thing and you know typically that's the thing that make you just start acting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like you just gotta like like calm yourself down. Yeah, right at that point. Like, hey, hey, girl. I have caught myself doing that, you get crazy. and I literally said out loud, "All right, Jade, relax." I don't know because you do know you're about yet. to spaz. I have said, and they're like, "You good?" I'm like, "No." When you start talking to yourself, no, literally, I'm like, I "Jade, I will not say take a break because he's really about to piss you off, and yeah. you just you just need to not show him that side yet." And he's like, "Wait, what happened?" I'm like, "I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Give me three minutes." Right. Me to catch myself because yeah. I was about to wring your neck and I don't have time for charges. Right. I'm working on that. I'm not there yet. Growth. It's like as I try, here's my thing. I say things because I know they're true, but I don't really believe it, right? So I'll be like, I'll say something like, I'm not trying to argue with you. I just want to have a nice conversation. Mm. So, But the thing is, I'll be, I really do believe that, but I'm right. too quick to react, right? So I'll say, I just want to talk. I don't want to argue. But the moment I feel he start arguing with me, I'm arguing with you now. Instead of being like, did <laughs> you just say? Nope, don't matter what I said. You didn't want to argue? It doesn't matter what I said. Mind your actually. business. I know what I should have did. <laughs> I know fundamentally. Anyhow, we're getting too deep. All right. <laughs> we'll just talk about a couple more. I'm going to skip some, and we're going to go to Uranus. Or Uranus. <laughs> Wait, did you already do Is it your rising? Uranus? No, I skipped. It's Uranus. Uranus. It's Uranus. It's Uranus? Yes, yeah, not Uranus. Really? Wow. Yeah, I thought it was Uranus for a long, long time. I thought it was Uranus. You did the ascending? No, I was doing the... Um, oh, the houses? Yeah. Okay. But we could talk about what those mean, too. Because mm-hmm. your, ascen- your rising is really impactful. Right, Sorry, you I'm go. mumbling. You go. You get, uh, this, this is why you're a guest, girl. See, I don't know if I this know all of it like that. This is why you're here. That's crazy. One second. All right. <clears throat> so since I brought it up, yeah. uh, your ascendant or your rising mm-hmm. is the mask that you present to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. Um, but apparently, according to CoStar, it changes every two hours. So if it doesn't make sense, text your mom to confirm your birth time. That's exactly why you have to know your birth time. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll go into mine. My ascendant is in Aries, meaning I come across as independent, energetic, and direct. That's 100% true. Wow. Um, you seem to move quickly, sometimes with the appearance of more haste and impulsiveness than thought, patience, or follow through. And sometimes your forthrightness comes off as conceited or rude. 
Yeah. See, this just read me for everything. (laughs) Everything. Because a lot of people misread what I say or how I'm doing things as if I'm being cocky Mm. or like I know it all. When that's not necessarily how I mean to say things or Mm -hmm. behave. That's just how I was raised in a super independent household Mm -hmm. where it's like you figure it out for yourself. And when you absolutely can't figure it out, then you ask somebody for help. Right. But lately that's been getting me into a little trouble Mm. uh, because, like I said, people are reading it incorrectly. What's your Mm. uh, rising? Mine is in Sagittarius, meaning I come across independent, optimistic, and confident, though sometimes overly blunt and critical. Generally a charming conversationalist, your free-spirited approach may come off as restless or easily bored. Hmm. I do catch myself being hypercritical often. <clears throat> even like, even though if I don't articulate it or say it out loud, I'll, there'll be times like, you know when you're like in a group setting, let's say you're at dinner, right? And your food takes a long time. And someone says... Damn, why does food taking a long time? And your initial, your knee jerk is not to, like, before they brought it up, you wouldn't have thought about it, right? I wouldn't have thought about it. But then they say it, and I'm like, yeah, this food is taking a long ass time. And then the food comes, I'm like, yeah, my food was cold. Like, I, you don't always have to go for gunning the waiter when yeah. they had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So me, me being hypercritical of that person when they had nothing to do with it. I mean, maybe they did, but nine times out of ten, it's not the waitress. They just go get the food and bring, bring it back to, to the, the table, table, you know? Yeah. But I, what I'm, I say all that to say, there are times when if I don't think to be critical at first, it just takes one person or thing to spark the criti- me being critical, and then I may fall into that. So mm-hmm. I have to be hyper-conscious to not given to it yeah. because you don't have to like everything doesn't need to be something negative like everything isn't a problem you know right. or sometimes and I, this is where i jump in first is when i'm critical of things when they didn't go the way i think they should have gone mm. you know i feel so that's, that way too that's also control my need yeah. to have control yeah that's mm. what that is yeah i feel like for me it's not my need to have control <clears throat> but it's my need for things to go as planned mm-hmm. like i'm really a big person on planning and preparing and having things go exactly how they should be. That's control. That, that's not control. <laughs> and you got to know how it should be because you planned it that way. No, it's not control. It's more like logistical. Control. Controlling. Control. Logistical planning. Just fall into it. We all have that little controlling spirit and it's okay. Okay, okay resume talk. <laughs> <laughs> working what would you say your worst trait is? planning of the process. <laughs> but we can all agree that co-star is essential. I need to plug in my birth time and like get down to the nitty gritty, like yeah. the mm-hmm. actual signage of things. Of everything. But it's a lot I'm to read when today. you do it the first time, but it's good that you're doing, that you're listening to us and yeah. understanding everything first. Because when I got it, I just read everything at once and I was exhausted. I yeah. was like, All but right. the good thing about CoStar is because when I first figured out my birth chart, I did it on a website and it was talking strict astrological science. <laughs> I didn't know what uh, anything meant. It was yeah. symbols. Can't it was even numbers. Quote the words. Like, don't even, these words so big, I can't understand. I had to Google everything. But CoStar will break it down. In layman's terms, like the things we were just reading, with the exception of the stuff I was saying at first, came from CoStar. Um, so let's talk about resources since we're there. CoStar is one. Um, uh, pattern. You use Pattern, right? I use Pattern. Tell us about like, Pattern. Like, I'm obsessed with Pattern. Yeah. Okay, so the thing about CoStar for me is like, like you guys said, it's really long-winded. 
my attention span is probably like 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like I'm lost after 15 seconds. So the thing about I enjoy about pattern is that it kind of lumps everything all together in like a semi-medium paragraph. And it kind of gives you like the rundown of like everything as you go through day to day. And then also with pattern, you could input your significant other and you could put their information and it kind of tells you. Do you need like, a birthday for that? Yes. You need a I birthday. mean, do you need a both birth time? You do, but it has an option to like not include the I birth feel time. Like I did that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I was like, how am I going to ask this man? Like, what time were you born? <laughs> I didn't want to be weird. You know what? In today's society of. Millennials, are we millennials? We're millennials. Yeah, it stops at ninety six. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like the millennials now, I feel like everybody, the men are first. First of all, they're already catching on because they're like, listen, if you, if the girl you're talking to asks you what time you were born, she's trying to read you for your life. (laughs) So don't list, don't tell her. So they already know. Everybody is asking. I don't think it's if you've been with him for as long as you've been with him, you should be perfectly fine asking him that question. No, I'm not. Fine. I'm fine asking him that question. I just know he's going to ask his mom and his mom is going to be like, what the fuck she wants your birth time for? Because she so, wants to know more about my um, horoscope. That's all. She's trying to understand me, mom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> she just want to make sure we good. Right. No like, I'm just trying to make sure that our communication level is high. Right. But um, on pattern, what I love also is just like the conversational aspect of it. Like it makes me always think. A little deeper and it has an option to go deeper so like oh yeah my pattern I for, t- that. for today uh it was embrace your independent unconventional introverted side learn to feel comfortable spending time alone in your own space in order to reflect and process you don't need a relationship to know who you are mm-hmm. and when they say relationship they don't only mean like romantic. with a romantic yeah. relationship like it's every relationship and i feel like i am more on the introverted side sometimes than the extroverted side because like if you first meet me i'm kind of like quiet to myself but if you know me then you know like i'm kind of wild and crazy and this weekend specifically saturday i had like a free schedule like a clear schedule like i didn't have to rush anywhere i didn't have like a deadline to me i didn't have any meetings and that's rare for me Mm because i always have somewhere to be and i was just like enjoying sitting down working on like a wig that I have to send out tomorrow, actually, and then watching Working Moms on Netflix, and it was just like it's so time cute, I, right? I love that I'm show. Sorry, yeah, I reflect. I like see so much of Kate and myself. Really? Yeah, I love that show. I love her, but yeah, I wish there was more African Americans on the show. But that the, the, the uh, yeah for a different time. <laughs> but don't you think like a a black girl spinoff they of Working have, Moms, they, or just put one in show? <laughs> right, you don't need a whole spinoff. They just a I'm black on boyfriend. I don't know. They did. They put a black. Oh, you're friend. right. They, I just started yeah. season three, so yeah, he's on there. But still, I don't yeah. watch the show, but it's I guess so I'll, I'll it's so cute. Yeah, check it out. Working Moms, Netflix, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pattern has the option for you to go deeper. So like, you can keep reading more and more and really get deep in the nitty gritty of what this actually means for you mm-hmm. and it kind of sets your day on the right path i get mine at like 9 a.m in the morning so i kind of look at it and i'm just like all right let's be intentional about the things that i do today or the things that i say today or the people that i put myself around today because mm-hmm. you know pattern is like you know you need to be aware mm-hmm. and sometimes you forget you know it's just like a reminder yeah to start your day on like a good fresh good outlook so i recommend pattern 100 percent mm-hmm um, another resource is um, astrologyzone.com. So let me tell you about Susan. 
Susan Miller is the first. So, like, you know, you when we were, like, younger, you'd go on websites that had your Zodiac, whatever. They'd be in the newspaper. They'd be in Cosmo magazine. Like, what sign likes whatever, mojitos or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Susan is the first. AstrologyZone.com, Susan Miller, is the first astrologist. Astrologer? Astrologer. Whatever. We're going to figure She's it out. She's the first lady who does astrology that um, basically... Everything she said, for the most things she said, resonated with me. So what happened was, I was working at this spa, shout out to Replenish in Columbus, Ohio, and I want to say, it was either Deja or Chanel, told me to go to astrologyzone.com and read my horoscope. It had to have been the middle of the month, because she gives you specific dates. Like Now, remember what I said about, it's not like you'll get a job on the 25th, but she'll give you news, like... um, if you are looking for a job, but like or December 17th plus or minus five days would be a productive time to apply. It doesn't mean because you applied, you get the job. But let's just say, you know, it's, it's very vague, but she's saying this is the optimal time for this type of work for you to do to happen. Anyhow, I read it. It's like the middle of the month. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, wow, she said something about your love life. This is all an example because I don't remember what happened 12 years ago. But um, she say like, you know, something about your love life happened at the beginning of the month or this month may be particularly hard for budgeting because things may come out the woodwork because of where the planets are. Can't remember what planet influences money, but because of whatever planet that is, where it is in transit to the sun. Like, basically, I was reading that like, wow, this shit really happened. And then it made me pay attention to what would happen for the rest of the month or how my feelings would be for the rest of the month. Like, I just was hyper vigilant about what. She was saying, so since 2011 or 12, that's when I've been, that's when I started with Susan and I'm still to this day. So seven years, eight wow. years, still oh, wow. reading astrologyzone.com. This lady is so accurate, y'all. Like I could, I wouldn't give y'all a resource that I don't believe in. That's interesting. Now I want to try. I love her. I've definitely she heard you app. talk about her before too. She's, so. Oh my gosh. It was, she had, she had me hooked before there was apps for astrology. So. I can guarantee that y'all would be blown away by Susan. She might make you believe she's a fortune teller <laughs> by the stuff that she says. But it's not like that. It's not scary. Like Not scary, but it's not fortune telling. It's just how, how your world is and the planets are where they are. Right. And it's accurate information. Yeah. So tell them Jordan from Goddess Culture sent you. Right. Tell Susan, you know. <laughs> you heard us on the podcast talking about her. Yeah. But yeah. Um... Final thoughts on astrology. I definitely wanted to touch on one more question. Oh, mm-hmm. does astrology and believing in the universe differ than believing in God? Because I've seen a lot of people post that, oh, why are you thinking the universe when you should thank God? Where is the universe all around us? Mm-hmm. Where is God all around us? I feel like they're one and the same. The, I agree. I feel like God is the creator of the universe. <laughs> Therefore, the universe is God. We are of God. These things that are walking on the earth are of God. So I don't think that there's a difference. If someone chooses to say, thank the universe, ultimately they're thanking God. Mm-hmm. Where I stand on this is um, humans gave God a name. Christians call it God. Uh, Muslims call it Allah. Um, 
we talk about heaven a lot, but then you have religions that call it nirvana. Like, basically, a lot of religions say the same thing, say different things, talking about the same entities, talking about God, talking about uh, heaven or where you go after you die or where spirits live or whatever. And um, I'm just somebody who believes that when we give God a name, we give God context into our own beliefs, right? A Muslim's not calling it God because they call it a lie. And that's in the context of their beliefs. So if you're not someone who's hyper-religious, I'm somebody who believes in God or Jesus and he died on the cross and stuff like that. But there are certain things about Christianity that I don't follow to a T, you know? And I'm not someone who can quote you the Bible. I'm not somebody who goes to church every Sunday. I enjoy going to church. I enjoy good uh, praise and worship. I know the, song, the words to the gospel songs. But I'm not, uh, I wear a, a doily and a skirt devout Christian. So right. um, there are some people who choose to identify, not identify, but choose to call that being other names. Yeah. And I think that's fine because ultimately, like Shani said, we're talking about the same things. But I don't think that has anything to do with astrology. Those are still yeah. two separate things. Yeah. I don't. I don't think following astrology means that you don't believe in God at all. Right. Yeah. Because it's not somebody that you're praying to. Right. It's just like you guys said. It's a language that you're learning about yourself and about others and mm-hmm. all of the different personality traits that we all carry. Um, but as you both said, God has created it all. So. And if that's we our believe, belief. right, like for me, like, right. right, for me being uh, a Christian, I believe that God created everything. So if I am trying to understand all different types of personalities, I'm trying to understand every different piece of me that mm-hmm. God has put into my body, mm-hmm. that He's put into my mind and to the minds of others. So I, I wouldn't say, I'm, so this is not for me to say that understanding astrology is also understanding you know, a religious belief, but I wouldn't say that astrology is the absence of faith in God. Agreed. Absolutely. And if you believe God created it all, I mean, would the moon and the stars not be something that he created as well? Right. Exactly. Or that it created as all for you don't want to give God a gender. You know, it's a different conversation. All right. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about in regards to astrology? Yes, just be careful. Not every site or every post or everything is a true reflection of your personality. And don't take things too literal because sometimes, like we said before, you can take it too literal and just be loud and wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Ensure that you're taking from a site that you trust. Ensure that you're surrounded um, with positive, 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 Freaking positive quotes and positive sign readings. And if you're into tarot cards and things like that, which I am not, I'm not a fan of her. I do not do like readings or anything like that. I've never participated in it or anything like that. But if you are, make sure you go to a trusted person and yeah, enjoy astrology. It it taught me so much about Mm -hmm. myself. Absolutely. Yeah. And that last bit of advice was for everything. Like no matter what you do. There are people on the internet who think they know, or there are people on YouTube who think they know and can teach. Just because you have a slight understanding or you think you know, doesn't mean you're well practiced and learned. So right. you wouldn't go to, you know, your kid cousin to be your spiritual advisor because they go to church, you know? Right. You would go to someone who studied the Bible. You would go to somebody who understands faith 
if you're not Christian or I mean, if you are Christian, but if you're anything else, like you would go to someone who is learned, who has done years of research, who has committed themselves to understanding and knowing how to, you know, get people through the religion or the knowledge or the understanding or what have you. Just make sure that you go to someone who knows what they're talking about. Absolutely. And yeah. it's not that hard to find those folks. It's not. They're everywhere now, but you do have to actually focus on who's doing something mm-hmm. and if y'all want more suggestions just hit us up we'll give you some some more resources yeah yeah um we didn't talk about it that much but because mainly because we were focused on our own um astrology myths but when it comes to if you're one of those people who actually does like really follow and believe your horoscope um when it comes to compatibility please don't take it for word for word because like i said being a leo i've dated people of like pisces you mm-hmm. wouldn't think that a leo and pisces could make it work but it can it's right. just a matter of you understanding yourself and understanding the other person um a lot of websites will tell you that a fire and a water sign will not mesh but they can you just got to remember this is not Bible, <laughs> like you don't right. have to follow this word for word. Right. Just understand what you carry and what that person carries, and how they may crash, clash. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. How they may clash if you don't think about what's going on before you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a lot. I hope you guys can sift through all of that. Um, this episode is very long, but we did it for you guys <laughs> because we wanted to get thorough and deep. Uh, well, next we'll tap into Fresh Face, and our guest is going to do Fresh Face guess. today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am a guest. Uh, listen, if that's what you my say bad. first, the that's number. what it is. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, so my Fresh Face is Clinique's 72-hour moisture replenishing hydrator. Woo, what a mouthful. Okay. Um, I use this daily because I notice, at least specifically now with the colder months, my, my face gets so dry. Mm, um, and I, I was never really an oil person or a serum person until recently when I started taking more care of my skin. But after using Goddess Skin's uh, oil mm-hmm. on my face... Shout out to the getaway. Listen, <laughs> I don't want to use anything else. Um, but... Between now, well, I don't have any more and I'm waiting for the next order to hit. Uh, I've been using this this uh, hydrator. It's kind of like a jelly. I'm sure you guys have seen it or tried it before. It's pink. Mm-hmm. It literally looks like a jelly that you just put on your face, but you don't have to put a lot. And it says 72-hour moisture. It's almost 100% accurate. Like, I don't feel dry if I've used that in the morning. I've tried using it the night before and seeing how I feel the next morning, and I'm good. Like, I don't need to use as much uh, on my face for the rest of the day. But if I don't use it, I definitely feel it around, like, 3 o'clock. It's always the the middle of the day where you're Mm -hmm. like, why do I feel like a corpse? Like, I feel like my skin is cracking. Yeah. So, So, I suggest it. out Out of five stars... I would say four. Okay, that's okay. That's, that's high. Good. That's high. Yeah, but I also I'm a heavy-handed uh, applier, <laughs> so <laughs> I put it on my on both cheeks. You get the most my, of it. My forehead and my chin. Sometimes okay. my nose, because I don't want to be dry at all. At all. 
See, I'm masking is so oily. I have to be careful with oils. I have to use like a dribble. Mm. Well, this isn't an oil. It's like a jelly. Well, yeah. So once you put it on and you actually, I actually use this with my jade roller and I like really just massage it into my skin. And sometimes after that, I won't even feel it on my skin anymore. I, I'll feel, still be moisturized, but I won't feel it on my skin as if it was an oil. Yeah. Urban Skin RX has mm-hmm. an oil that it's not oily. It's a dry oil? Is it's it a dry is it oil. Yes. Okay. Oh, I use I that. Good things. Oh my it. gosh. It is really phenomenal. It's intense for me. First Too of all, intense. have you ever heard of a product? That's an oil that's not oil. <laughs> dry oil. <laughs> is this, am I the first? This is the first time I'm hearing of it. So I've never heard of dry oil before. I've heard of it, but I didn't I know that's like, what it was. I was like shocked. Yeah. Like putting it on, like it has the moisture, but it doesn't have the residue. It's phenomenal. But I mean, I can't really promote that because I only tried it once and it was like. Yeah. I use mine. it, but it's really strong. Like I feel it on my skin, so I don't use it often. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I only use that if I, if I did like a full like full 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 face routine in the morning but aside from that i'm not using it in the middle of the day right i agree okay so what did we do for self-care this week i'll go first thanksgiving was my self-care i was able to be around family members that i haven't seen in like a couple in years or like some in months just like in general just having nowhere to go and just having to be there i stayed by my grandma's house for like three days long time um <laughs> so yeah i got my full dosage of my family and i'm all set i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast yet but i'm going to africa in three weeks i'm so amazing really That's excited such a cool opportunity it really feels like a once in a lifetime opportunity i'm gonna definitely dive into it maybe the next episode of like everything i'm doing to prepare and then mm-hmm. when i get back i'll tell you guys everything but yeah. it has been a lot it has been it cost a lot (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of preparation it's not somewhere where you could just book a flight like a thailand or a bali where you could just go like there's a lot of planning that's going into this and ultimately i would hope to bring goddess culture within the next couple years Mm -hmm. to africa Mm -hmm. so i'm really excited and i'll definitely tell you guys about more but i'm going to accra in ghana wow just ghana awesome can't wait to see the pictures honest i literally was about to say that i literally was just about to say the pictures are gonna be amazing um i'm excited for you i'm happy for you yeah you're gonna gonna have the freaking time of your life i'm so excited thank you Mm -hmm. i needed that because (laughs) (laughs) the way these freaking requirements are going girl i'm like am i still going I'm going to go. That ticket's bought. You can purchase that And you have a way home now. Finally. Because I had a one-way ticket for a very long time. Shanice was about to be living in Accra. Yeah. How about that? Pretty much. That's so funny. (laughs) Um, Mine is, a couple of weeks ago, I went to my um, favorite pin store and got... (laughs) got some pins and some new notebooks can i tell y'all do not (laughs) listen to her i was at the mall and i texted jordan i'm like jordan there's a sale on like what's it mask is that called on our face face mask mask. and she was like girl i'm in the mall i'm like literally i literally walked in as she said that yeah so i'm like all right we meet up we go to muji and she's over there arguing with the lady. I was not arguing with that lady because they were sold out of her favorite pen no no this continued the pen. And I was just trying to understand. Make sure she understood what I was asking. Embarrassing. Okay? Embarrassing. I, I was, was like, so polite, y'all. so ghetto. I was so polite. Wow. I just was trying to understand, like, discontinued, discontinued. <laughs> like, sold out at this store, discontinued, you know? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Anyhow. That is embarrassing. I picked up some notebooks because I like their, like, small size, um, they're like 60, 80 page notebooks that you can take on the go with you. 
And I instituted something that I'm calling a dream journal. It's not like you go to sleep and wake up and write your dreams. Not like that. But like in a perfect world, if I could have anything I wanted exactly how I wanted it to go, what would it look like? And, you know, a lot of times on our podcast, we talk about manifestation and what that looks like. And this is a tool. Um, I didn't buy it because I was trying to be like, oh, let me manifest something and write it down real quick. But it was an instinctive want. It was like intuition to like, I said, I want to do this. What would it look like if I did it? And when you're trying to manifest something, um, you have to know what it looks like. You have to know what it feels like. You have to know what it tastes like. You have to know... Um, when you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready for the day, when you say you want that thing, how do you start your day? When you Right before you pull up at, at whatever it is, like, how did you get there? Once you're there, how do you feel about it? So I'm um, taking time to really dissect the things I say I want. One, to understand if, do I really want it because it's an innate thing for me? Or do I want it because that's what I've been influenced <coughs> by the world to want, you know? Mm. So to understand, do I want what I want because I want it? Or do I want what I want because I've seen someone else have it? So that's a part of it. And for some of those things, I know it's what I want. And what I need to know is how do I get there? You know? So often we talk about, oh, I want to do these big, I want to have, have these big dreams. I want to do these big things. Mm-hmm. And we don't, worry, we don't worry about the building blocks. We don't worry about the foundation. We don't worry about the steps that get us to where we're trying to say we want to be. So... I have a dream journal. We're in a perfect world where I have everything I want. I know what it looks like, feels like, tastes like, smells like, feels like, all of that. So what are you putting in there? Just anything that, like if you have a, a thought in your head and you want to manifest it, you're writing it down immediately in this it's journal? kind of. It's career stuff. It's goddess culture stuff. It's personal stuff. It's like, like for, I think right now my biggest thing or my most recent thing is career stuff. Okay. Um, I've been talking about um, where I want my career to go for the past, like p- maybe for all of 2019, but it's time to do something about it. You okay. Know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and not just, oh, I'm going to apply to a job and hopefully I get it. Not in that sense. Like, this is what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. So this what is do I need like to a do? journal of intentions, exactly. an intentional exactly. journal. Exactly. Okay. Um, That's cool. Of stuff. Got some merch ideas. I'm going to push on Shanice. No, yes. I like that. I really like that because then <laughs> you can't say that this wasn't something you were thinking of. Right. You wrote well, it down, so now you have to it, you, you have know? to hold yourself accountable because you wrote it down. Exactly. And Erica Badu said, write stuff down with a real pencil and real paper and write, watch shit get real. Yeah. I'd rather watch shit get real and be in it in the throes of it than wondering what if, you know? Got it. No, that's really cool. I like that idea. There was my long-winded answer. Jane, your turn. <laughs> what did you like do? I want to try it. Yeah, like I want to try it too. Then I put some like a dollar fifty. We should do this. This is almost like an accountability thing. So you let's know? do it. A challenge. Okay. Let's do let's it. Write some okay. shit down. You actually work right by Muji, so go grab one. Uh, Let me see this journal when we finish. All right. Um, <laughs> I my self care is I caved in. No, she didn't just roll. If y'all could, if this was a recorded podcast, like with the camera. <laughs> it you should see how Jordan just rolled across the room to get this journal. <laughs> <laughs> like she couldn't just Literally. take a couple steps. No. But anyway, um, I caved into a nice little Black Friday sale with the Happy Planner, and I bought myself two new planners. We love planners. Oh my god, I love planners. I have a planner. I have like three planners right now. Only one has been put to real use because of my new job. I've just been so busy. I just, I've only used the one that I keep at work, but I want to go back to having one that I keep in my purse. Um, So I bought a new one since it is the end of the year. I'm ready to start the top of the year and the top of the decade. Um, 
in an organized manner. Mm-hmm. So I have one, the classic size, which is, I don't know, what is it, like eight by 11? I don't even think it's that big. But anyway, I bought a classic size and I also bought um, a skinny, which is like half the size of the classic I size. I see, is it the plastic? Is it plastic? Yeah, it is the plastic cover. I'm going to show you. Um, but yeah, I purchased that with the mini ones so that I can have my budget inside of my daily planner mm-hmm. that way I can follow how much money I'm spending how much money I'm giving myself for the week and actually follow through because I promise y'all I bought a budgeting planner and never touched it I bought that oh, shit Michaels? in January no I bought it from I think it's like the budgeting mom oh I have that bro I bought it and it's empty okay <laughs> you know it works for me but my problem is follow through exactly i'll I'll be good for four months and then all of a sudden where my budget i think the only issue for me was that it's so big i couldn't carry that in my purse so with the happy planner i've always had one in my purse and as of lately Mm -hmm. i stopped carrying bigger bags but i'm just gonna go back i'm gonna carry a backpack and carry that shit with me all the time because if i carry that with me and i have my budgeting planner inside of it i will be forced to use it yeah so yeah, that's my self care in terms of getting my shit together for twenty twenty. Yeah. Accountability mm-hmm. is key. Okay, we definitely want to wrap up. I know this episode was extremely long, but we heard you guys like it like that. <laughs> that's you like said. it like that. <laughs> that's what she said. Scott, okay. If you watched The Office, you you understood that little joke. That was she. That's what she said. But anyways, um, I do want to say if you're interested in the New York City getaway, please please reach out to us. We definitely are going into the new year and it's literally three months away at this right. point so if you want to so be a cute. part this is the time sleepover style come on so cute um we do have a new position opening up on our team mm-hmm. we're really excited about it um it really won't go into effect until maybe january or february so definitely turn on your post notifications to see when we drop that information we love to expand as you guys can see throughout the last three years we are now a team of four which is great because with the growth has been so many changes and so many great things has happened with our new team members that we just want to continue to grow. So if you're interested, look out for that post. We're looking for college students in the North Jersey area with the car who need to uh, take credit. We'll also There'll also be other compensations, um, but yeah. College student who can take credit in the North Jersey area with the car. Yes. With the car. PR with experience. The car. PR experience. Able to travel, you know, yeah. with the car. <laughs> we, we got a car. Our boyfriend got a car. Yeah. Somebody. Got car. Access to Somebody a got a car. Transportation, okay? Right. And then, um, yeah, we're dropping our third trip for 2020 mm-hmm. very soon. Very soon. And it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Listen, okay? We're please. excited. So, so many new things are happening. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to su- subscribe, comment, like our post. Anything else? Nope, that's it. That's it's a wrap. It. Bye.